0: Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. So when it's time to buy or sell, you want to make sure your search is in capable hands. That's why we turn to Angie Cole and the team at A. Cole Realty. You've seen Angie featured on HGTV's House Hunters. Realtor Magazine named her one of the top realtors in the country. And just ask us. The numbers back her up. So listen up as we cover all the ins and outs of buying and selling a home here in the Triangle. It's time for the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Thanks
1: for joining us this week on the Savvy Real Tour with Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A Cole Realty, serving you throughout the Triangle and Raleigh and surrounding communities. You can reach out to Angie at any point in time during our show today by checking her out online at acolerealty.com. That's A C O L E Realty.com or by calling or texting Angie at 919 538 6477 That's a 919 area code 538-6477. This is the show for you if you want to learn some of those ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home here in the Triangle. And each week we turn to Angie Cole, who has that five-star Zillow.com agent rating and held 209 families buy or sell a home back in 2017. Angie, good to see you this week. How are you?
2: Hey, doing great. Thank you.
1: Very glad to hear that and uh, looking forward to our program today. We're going to talk about the gimmicks and tricks of the real estate world. So we're going to peel the curtain back behind some of the tricks that you might see out there from realtors and uh, real estate agents. We'll see if Angie agrees that these things are just gimmicky and not all that helpful to you as the consumer, as a buyer or a seller, or if there's actually some value behind some of these strategies that you might hear about or see on television that kind of thing. We'll also hear a great success story a little bit later on in the program about somebody who bought or sold a home with Angie's team and lots of other great information on the way today as well. But we always like to start off the show by talking about some of your particular questions. And we've got three good ones throughout the area to feature this week. If you'd like to submit a question to be featured on the show, just go to Angie's website, acolerealty.com. The first one of the week, Angie, comes to us from David in Raleigh. David says, we just had a renter move out of our home. We're probably going to sell it later this year. Do you think we should try to find another renter in that time, or will it be easier to sell it without it being occupied? I hate missing out on the rent, but we also want it to be an easy sale when we're ready.
2: David, this is a great question, and I actually just met with a seller who's in the same predicament. Their tenant just moved out, and they are ready to put it on the market. Of course, days lost with collecting rents, not a positive thing. So, right. goal is to get it off their books just as quick as possible. You mentioned that you know you're looking to sell it later this year. My first question would be, why are you looking to wait? To Mm -hmm. sell it. Now is an awesome time to sell. So I would definitely take advantage of the strong seller's market and get it on the market ASAP. We are into those spring months, but the great thing is there's still such low inventory in our market, which means you will get a higher price point typically for your home. You know, as far as the home being listed with a tenant living in the home, I would strongly suggest, like I mentioned, listing now with it being vacant. Reason being, first of all, often we need to have the carpets replaced, the home repainted to make sure that the home shows well. Mm -hmm. Whenever buyers are coming through your home, they really, they try to eliminate homes, you know, so they don't try to fall in love with a home. They start just kind of knocking down a home as far as, okay, what are the negatives? What do we need to do to the home for it to be ready to move in? So, if we can go ahead and take care of all those little items, that will be a positive. It will help us to get it sold quicker and for top dollar. Another thing too, whenever you have a tenant living in the home, the lease agreement follows the home. So, what that means, trying to find a tenant who only needs a short-term lease will be tough most tenants will want to sign a year lease and so if you have a lease that expires maybe in january of 2019 you want to put your home on the market in fall of 2018 Whoever the buyer is for your home that you're selling as like an investment, they must continue that lease until January 19th. They cannot terminate that lease on that tenant unless they gotcha. have a mutual agreement. So, right there, you are limiting the amount of people who will be interested in your property. Right. Because if someone's looking for or a able personal, to buy it. Right. yeah, exactly. If someone's looking for it to be a primary residence and actually live in the home, your home's not going to work for mm-hmm. them. Only an investor would be interested. in your home so my thoughts david are go ahead and put it on the market now and get it sold and you know market it as being a vacant listing because you will get a lot more traffic a lot more inquiries and we'll get it sold and at top price point as well. It's
1: a really good question, David. Thank you for submitting that one to us. Lots to think about there. And I know it can always be tricky, Angie, when you're trying to navigate through this situation of the timing of everything. And, and, and whether there's a renter involved in the equation or not, people always have concerns about timing. But I'm pretty sure you see it always works out in the end. There always ends up being a solution, a way to fix and solve the problem of timing. I know when I bought my first home, it was major considerations over timing because I wanted to close really late. It ended up working out beautifully. And you probably see it happens like that all the time.
2: Yeah, and I think, or I know, just let us have that discussion. Let me talk through it with you. And so I can understand, okay, what is your reasoning for waiting to put the home on the market? You know, everyone has different situations. But yes, once we can have those conversations I can give you the guidance needed to make sure that we time the sale appropriately. And if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to understand the value, a great way to get started is you can text the word listing to the phone number 555 so once again, if you are considering selling your home, I know most people just want to understand the value just to get an idea of now is a good time to sell. And you can get the value of your home by texting the word listing to the phone number 555 From there, we will send you back a text. You then will just click on the link, input your contact information and your address, and then from there, a value will be sent back to you. So once again, text the word LISTING to the phone number 555-888 to get the value of your home.
1: Great resource to tap into if you're here in the Triangle and thinking about selling your home in the near future. You can get that estimated value of your home right now by texting the word LISTING. To the number 555-888, what you do is just click the link that will text right back to you and put in your home's information, and you'll find out the value of your home. Really nice resource to tap into. Once again, text the word listing to the number 555-888. Thank you for the question, David. We've got another one here, Angie. It's from Chrissy in Tennessee. Chrissy says, Hi, we're moving into the area in a few weeks, and a friend told me about your show. I've been listening a lot to learn about the area. My new job is going to be close to downtown, but I don't really like living in the city. Can you recommend some areas where I'll still have a relatively easy commute but live in a more country setting? I'm okay with a half-hour commute or even slightly more.
2: Chrissy, um, that's super exciting that you're moving to our area. For one, I love North Carolina. But yeah, we have a lot of areas that you can consider to be more of like a country setting, but still be reasonably within distance and driving distance to the downtown area. Some areas that you might want to consider would be Wake Forest, Nightdale, Clayton, Fuquay Verena, New Hill, and rollsville That's just to name a few. But with most of those uh, locations, you can be to the downtown Raleigh area within 30, 30 plus minutes. So super convenient. And of course, with those areas, they all have a lot of shopping, restaurants. So you don't have to leave the smaller towns to find, I guess, civilization. Right. But you definitely will get a little bit more land, you know, more home for your money by going just a tad bit further out instead of mm-hmm. staying in the downtown area. And Chrissy, if you are thinking about selling, the contract is definitely different from North Carolina versus Tennessee. So it's important to understand what is the home buying process look like from state to state because, once again, the process is different. And if you would like to receive a copy of our home buying guide, you can text the word contract to the phone number 555 888 So once again, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, it's a great piece of information to download just so you understand the steps and what the process includes. So if you want to download the home buying process, text the word contract to the phone number 555-888.
1: It's a great little guide that you can access right there on your smartphone. Angie and her team have put this together for you. All you have to do is text that word contract to the number 555 888. We'll text you back right away with a link that you click on, and then you can view that home buying guide right there after you text in. Once you do that, you can even download that guide to your phone for later viewing, or of course, you've always got it there in the text message that you can click on and look at it again at a later date. Just go ahead while you're thinking about it now, text the word contract to the number 555 And that'll trigger that automatic text back to you with that guide if you want to learn more about the home buying process be sure to pick up angie cole's home buying guide by texting the word contract to the number 555-888 all right one more question here on the mailbag angie it comes to us from jan in apex jan says i'm unfortunately going through a divorce i don't think either of us is going to want to keep or stay in the current house but we're not exactly on speaking terms at the moment." How do we sell our home when we basically can't agree on anything and aren't communicating? Can one of us just manage the process and make all the decisions and leave the other out of it? (laughs) Have you managed a situation like this before?
2: Jan, unfortunately, I have managed many situations like this in the past, and it's common. It's my job and my goal just to make sure that I'm facilitating, you know, the sale. And so I'm not taking sides with either of you, but it's my role just to make the process as smooth and seamless as possible so we can reach our end goal, which is your goal, which is to get the home sold, okay, without you guys, I guess, butting heads. First thing, though, I would definitely speak with an attorney. In order to sell in North Carolina, they say it takes one to buy, two to sell. So what that means is both you and your, you know, I guess soon-to-be ex, Mm -hmm. you must be on the same page with selling. You both have to sign all the listing documentations. You'll have to sign the, you know, seller documents when it's time for closing, the closing disclosure. You also have to be in agreement on how funds will be dispersed. It's under that it will be 50 50 but if it should be any other way then you need to get that drawn up by an attorney just because the closing attorney for this sale cannot release funds until we have an agreement so i would rather get those things out of the way Mm -hmm. in the beginning before we even list your home and go down that route and then have hiccups in the end so make sure you both are on the same page there but yes we can definitely handle it where one person will be the main point of contact. And that's typically what I find to be the best anyways, is okay, this person's kind of handling everything. They're the go-to. They're the person that will pick up the phone and work all the details out with but then we always chime the other party in and Mm -hmm. we copy them on all emails. Just so, you know, we have one person making the primary decisions and then the other person is always in the know of what's happening throughout the process. So, Jan, you know, it is common, you know, for us to sell a home where it's a divorce situation. And once again, it's our job to really facilitate the whole process and make it as smooth and seamless as possible.
1: When you say you get an attorney, does that mean a real estate attorney or most of that gets handled through, like, divorce attorneys and that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I would definitely say through a divorce attorney, everyone's situation is a little bit different as far as how their finances will be separated. So once again, you know, just make sure you're on the same page with who gets what portion of any proceeds? Because once again, it's understood that it will be a 50 50 split. And if that's going to be different, we need to make sure we have documentation. So when it's time for closing, the closing attorney that's facilitating the actual closing of the sale mm-hmm. will know how to distribute funds.
1: Yeah. Hopefully that gives you some guidance, Jan. If you would like to talk with Angie a little bit more about. The situation that you're in, how you'll navigate those waters, it's something that Angie's been through before. And you can certainly give her a call or shoot her a text, let her know that you'd like to chat at a later date. 919-538-6477 is her number. Again, you can get in touch with Angie and she can tell you a little bit more about what you want to be thinking about if you're going through a divorce and trying to sell the home as part of that process. Angie can walk you through the right steps to take to get through that situation 919-538-6477 is the number you can call or text angie directly at that number 919-538-6477 Thanks for the question, Jan, and to David and Chrissy as well. We appreciate your help and questions on the show today. There is much more coming up on this week's edition of The Savvy Real Tour with Angie Cole. The neighborhood spotlight is next. And what are some of the gimmicks and tricks of the real estate world? We'll talk about that as well coming
0: up here on The Savvy Real Tour. You might not realize it, but your real estate attorney plays a vital role in the buying and selling process. Find out more. It's time to wire up. This is the Attorney Minute with Craig McCall of the McCall Law Firm.
1: Okay, Craig, good one for you this week. Are you legally required to have a real estate attorney
3: in North Carolina? Again, another great question, Walter. Unfortunately, that answer is no. There are settlement shops, or what's known as settlement shops, operating in the state of North Carolina that close transactions. The state bar, the North Carolina state bar, has in the past sent cease and desist letters to these companies under the theory that these folks are practicing law without a license. The way they get around this issue is that they will essentially partner up with a licensed attorney who will not only certify the title to the transaction, but will also prepare any legal documents required for that specific transaction. But the attorney themselves in all likelihood will have zero interaction with the actual client. And you wanna be cautious of that because you're dealing with a layman as opposed to a licensed attorney who's looking after your rights. I personally would recommend a person only close directly through a licensed real estate attorney.
1: Sounds like if you're going that route and not using a licensed real estate attorney, when there's a problem, you've got no leg to stand on.
3: That's correct, because you may not even know who the actual attorney was that certifying the title or preparing the legal documents because… You can't fall back on someone.
1: And you don't want to be left holding the bag on the largest investment of your life. Absolutely.
3: I agree with that.
2: As you can see, some real estate problems end up being simple to solve. Others need experience and expertise of someone like Craig to help us make the right legal decisions as you look to buy or sell a home. If you have questions of your own, give me a call or text and we'll be happy to get your questions answered. Text or call 919-538-6477. That's 919-538-6477.
0: Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's
1: best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight. Time for the Neighborhood Spotlight here on the Savvy Realtor, where we feature a great area here in the Triangle. Tell you all about this particular nook and cranny of the Triangle and uh, information that you may need to know, or just maybe uh, you'll learn about a new place here in the Triangle. Always one of my favorite parts of the show here. So, Angie, tell us about this new spot. What's uh, this week's Neighborhood Spotlight?
2: Yeah, so we're uh, headed to Rollsville. I feel like Ooh. we haven't mentioned a neighborhood neighborhood rollsville so thought we'd go to a new city
1: truly a new nook and cranny for us
2: yeah so. and rollsville is just north of wake forest and the neighborhood spotlight is carlton point 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 is ending with a e okay. so carlton point so if you're headed on 401 north which will then turn into rollsville bypass you'll take a left onto jonesville road and then are right into the neighborhood. So Carlton Point is pretty much as soon as you get into the Rollsville town or city, it's right there. Mm-hmm. A little bit about Carlton Point. So they are still actively building in this neighborhood. They started their first home back in 2013. So have been going strong for about five years now. So there are resales and they're still new builds depending on okay. what you prefer. All of the homes in Carlton Point are single family detached homes. They are ranging in price point from about 310000 up to 475000 They are ranging in square footage from around 2,000 square feet to 4,000 square feet. Many different builders in this neighborhood. So more of custom builders, mm-hmm. including Murdoch and Gannon Construction, ICG Homes, 3-6 Builders, Capital City homes, brandy wine homes, and I might be missing some, but many different builders and styles to choose from depending mm-hmm. on your likings. We do have amenities in Carlton Point. So there's a pool, there's a clubhouse. So just a really nice subdivision and neighborhood to be a part of. Currently, there are 10 active homes that are available within the neighborhood. And once again, some of those are resales, some of those are new builds. So depending on, mm-hmm. you know, what type of home you'd be interested in. If you would like to get some information on the wonderful neighborhood of Carlton Point, which I've personally, I've both sold in the neighborhood and I've helped a buyer with buying within the neighborhood, definitely don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can either call or text. My cell phone number is 919-538-646 seven. once again 9195386477 and I'd be happy to answer all of your questions about this neighborhood.
1: That is your neighborhood spotlight Carlton Point in Roseville. You know, Rollsville's really it's not far away. I mean, it's really close and pretty easy to hop into Raleigh right there on 401, very easy entry point into the big city. So uh, really good location in that area. Worth checking out that nook and cranny. And based on some of the pictures I've seen, Angie, of that area, really pretty neighborhood, really nicely laid out. That just seems like a great spot in the triangle. Nice diversity of homes as well. If you're interested in buying a home in that area and want to learn more about that neighborhood, you can call or text Angie at 919-538-6477. Again, that's nine one nine. This is the neighborhood spotlight on the Savvy Realtor. More on the way.
0: This is the show that helps you navigate the ins and outs of buying or selling a home here in the Triangle. It's the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole and the team at A. Cole Realty.
1: Thanks for joining us on the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole today, Walter Storholt alongside Angie, who is, of course, your Savvy Realtor here in the Triangle, serving you throughout the area, not only in Raleigh, but in the surrounding communities as well. Angie and her team help buy and sell homes basically within about an hour radius of Raleigh. So as long as you're kind of within an hour of Raleigh, Angie and her team can help service you. If you happen to be catching us in, you know, Rocky Mount or Fayetteville in one of those areas a little bit further out, maybe even over to Burlington and, uh, you know, Greensboro Directions, Angie can refer you to a great agent in your area. But if you're kind of in between those margins, Angie and her team happy to help you out. If you'd like to talk to her about buying or selling your home, you can call or text Angie simply at 919- 538-6477. 538-6477. Again, that's 919-538-6477. Angie and her team at A. Cole Realty helped 209 families last year buy or sell a home, and they're off to a great start this year, helping more and more people move into their homes and move out of their homes here in the Triangle. Well, Angie, gimmicks and tricks is the headline of our next conversation here on the Savvy Realtor. It seems like some real estate companies out there like to advertise what I call gimmicks and tricks, and a lot of these advertisements have catches in the fine print, or Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're good strategies. You'll tell me if they are, or maybe they're great strategies, but they're not the only ones able to utilize that tool, even though the agent makes it seem like I'm the only one that has access to this when really all agents can do those things. It's just in how they advertise it. So even though things might appear one way, we're going to kind of uncover the curtain a little bit to see what's the truth in the real estate world. So let's talk about some of these advertising gimmicks that you might see, shed some light on what's really happening there. And Angie, if I'm wrong on any of these, you know, call me out on it and say no, this is this is a legitimate helpful thing. The first one is the coming soon pitch. In fact, our neighbor just had their house go on the market and it it had a coming soon sign on that listing. Some companies really play up this mantra that they have special access to homes. They can advertise them before they even hit the market. First of all, is that actually even all that effective in the first place? And second of all, is that something that's exclusive to like one particular agent or do all you guys have access to do that?
2: Yeah. Great question, Walter. So, first of all, with a coming soon, to me, it's a wonderful idea. It's silly for an agent not to take advantage of that status okay. that we have in our MLS database, because when a home is listed as a coming soon, we often can get sight and offers and go under contract before we even hit the market. We, for example, we just closed one this past week in Wake Forest, where mm. we had a sight and offer on a home. Wow. And we actually Negotiated back with that client, and we got them to pay five thousand above what the original listing price would be, wow. just for us to accept and to take the home off the market. And I can disclose that now because it has now closed. But originally, the home was going to be listed at one hundred twenty five thousand. We said, "Hey, if you pay one hundred thirty thousand today, and other little terms, but you know, mm-hmm. we will go ahead and put the home under contract." So, yes, marketing as a coming soon is a great way to get visibility. It's a great way to go ahead and start collecting names and numbers of potential buyers that are inquiring and interested in the home. Mm -hmm. So once we do go live and on the market, hopefully we'll be flooded with showings. We'll go ahead and get multiple offers and get a higher price point than if we just, here we go, it's on the market today. Um, So it it allows us to do some pre-marketing.
1: It's not so much to try and get the home. I mean, it happens when you can get the home sold before it even goes to market, but the real strategy is to build the interest so that when it does go live, you've got multiple offers coming in all at once.
2: Exactly, and you know, sometimes we receive offers sight unseen when it's in the coming soon state and we decline those offers. Mm-hmm. And we say, you know what? hang tight. We want to actually activate this listing. And then at that point, we'll respond to your offer. So it depends on the home and the situation. And Mm -hmm. that's where I come into play as far as giving guidance on, you know what, we should take this offer and run with it. Or you know what, no, we should wait until we activate the home because I truly think that we'll get more offers and get you a higher price point.
1: How does it work with coming? So you say sight unseen. So are you not able to post pictures of the inside of the home? Can you only post pictures of the outside? What's, what are the rules there?
2: Yeah, so I can post all I want. So with a coming soon, the great thing about that is I can start actually marketing the home. So okay. what that means, when it's a coming soon, the sellers must actually sign an addendum stating they will not allow anyone to enter the home. Okay. Okay. The reason being is it must be fair to one buyer and then the next buyer. We can't allow one buyer to come through the home and not allow the next. So neither myself nor the seller can actually allow someone to come through the home and to visit the home and tour when we're in the coming soon or temporarily off the market stage is what it's called. Um, But we can start marketing it. In MLS which we're actually required to if we start to market the home at all it must be listed in MLS as well for all agents to be able to find it we can go ahead and put signage outside we can do social media marketing marketing as an entry only on Zillow and so we can do all different types of marketing and we also we can post pictures online too if we want so the Um, digital
1: presence really is the same as if it's a real listing yeah people just can't go in the home is really the, the limiting factor
2: exactly we 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 kind of keep it a little bit secretive though whenever we list a home as a coming soon we only post an exterior photo we do not post the interior and the reason being is we line it up for when the seller will be ready for professional photography Ah. so we like to just mark the date as a coming soon and start marketing it that way about 10 to 15 days prior to us taking professional photos. So we prefer not to post interior photos because the seller's not ready. Mm-hmm. We want to hang tight until we have the best photos. And that at that point, we then activate the listing. And just remember a coming soon status. That's something that we now have here in our triangle area. It's not something that's necessarily available at all MLSs okay. and locations and states. So you need to look in your specific market to see if that's even available. But it's something too that, like you mentioned, a lot of firms or agents might really talk it up as mm-hmm. something that they do above and beyond and is specific you know, to their marketing. That's not true. Here in the triangle, any agent can market a home as a coming soon and we work it into our marketing plan as well. And it's just something that we can do above and beyond, which, you know, maybe the average agent won't do. Yeah. But um it's available to any agent to market that way.
1: So that one falls into that category of good strategy, but all agents can do it.
2: Yeah. Great so. great strategy. I mean wonderful strategy. And you know, if your agent's not doing it, I think that really could hurt you. But it's not something that, you know, only I can do that's special, you know, so I won't pretend like it is.
1: Okay, great. And that's gimmick number one or trick number one, which we won't call it a gimmick or a trick. We'll move that off the list. It's a good strategy. Good to know. So just be aware of, you know, how it's being advertised, I guess, is the big question there. All right, Angie, here's another one. This is the, we'll buy your house if it doesn't sell guarantee. I hear this one a lot out there. A lot of companies make this claim that if they can't sell your home in X amount of days, we'll buy it from you. How good does that sound? This just screams too good to be true to me. And it is, right? There's some fine print here we got to be aware of.
2: You're right. And I would say that this one's more of a gimmick. Not that it's not true. There is actual legal documents that you are signing as a seller and that the listing agent is selling to that if, you know, they don't meet their end of the deal They will, indeed, buy your home, but it is definitely more of a marketing tactic to get listings. And the reason why I state that is the documentation and the addendums that you're signing as being a seller, you have really tight deadlines on Price brackets that you must meet within a certain time frame, and I wouldn't say that that's always to your advantage as far as being a seller. Example: Okay, if we do not have any offers within the first week, you agree to do a one percent reduction in price. If there's no offers by the second week, you agree to do an additional two percent price reduction. And so there's many different dates and requirements in order to have this agreement that hey, if we don't sell your home for example in 90 days, as the real estate agent we're going to buy your home. Mm-hmm. As as far as any agent that offers this, I would be interested in knowing how many times they've truly bought a home. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe once, because once again, I know that there is a tight just timeline in requirements for this agreement. And there is no reason why any agent couldn't get your home sold if you, you know, within, hey, I don't know, say 80 days, you do a total of 11% reduction, right? right, right. So to me, or I think to anyone, it's more of a gimmick in order to get more listings. But is it truly getting the seller the best price for the home? I don't agree with that. I don't think that it is.
1: It's probably a fit for you if you don't care how much your home sells for and you just want by 90 days it to be gone, then okay, sure, I guess.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but my thing is- I don't know who
1: falls into that category. Right,
2: I mean, you know, there are many sellers that I meet with that are, their motivation is timeline. You know, they want to get the most for their home, but they're more on a time constraint where, you know, hey, I must get this home sold. But my thing is, is price it right from the beginning, you know, if that's what your goal is. And let's make sure we actively market it, you know, to the best available. But yeah, this, you know, hey, if it doesn't sell, we'll guarantee to buy your home back. I'm not a fan. So if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to understand the true value of your home, a great way to get started is you can text the word listing to the phone number 555 So, once again, if you are thinking about selling your home, before you sign one of those, you know, we guarantee to buy it. If we don't sell it in 90 days, go ahead and check out what the value of your home would be in today's market. So, you can text the word listing to the phone number, 555 888.
1: Again, all you have to do is text that word listing. On your cell phone to the number 555-888, we'll send you a text right back that has a link on it, and you just click that link and put in your home's information, and voila, you can find out the value of your home. That's probably a better first step to take than falling for the we'll buy your house gimmick, is to find out an estimated value of your home. That's a great starting point. Then that can be the spark of the conversation of, okay, this estimate is lower than I thought. Why might that be the case? And now you can start investigating that. Or, hey, this is a lot higher than we initially thought we'd be able to get for our home, well, that's an exciting feeling, and we can make sure that then that is accurate and a true representation of your home's value. Great first step to take. All you have to do is text the word listing to the number 555-888 and that'll allow you to find out the value of your home. One more time, just text the word LISTING to the number 555-888. The gimmicks and tricks of the real estate world, we'll continue talking about them coming up a little bit later on today's show. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. It's getting to know you time here on the Savvy Realtor. Well, this part of the Savvy Realtor, we just take a quick sidestep from all the real estate talk to try and get to know your Realtor a little bit better here on the program. She, of course, is Angie Cole of A. Cole Realty, and I always throw a random question at her each week to try and find out more about her personality. Angie, if you could be physically present—this is a creative question this week— if you could be physically present for one event in history— which would it be?
2: That's an interesting question because I feel like a lot of times we think about events in history and there can be a lot of negative events. Like automatically, which comes to mind, would be like wars and, you know, Mm -hmm. the Great Depression and stuff. None of us want to be a part of, right? right? Or this, Um,
1: I mean, a cliche answer would be like the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. Would
2: that really be exciting to be
1: there? Maybe for some people. I don't know. Maybe
2: for some people. But I I, given that some thought, I was thinking walking with Neil Armstrong on the mission. Ooh,
1: that In july of cool. what
2: 1969 i believe uh, the day uh-huh. was to me it's like that's not all that long ago really no, um uh, but I, how cool would that be i no. mean to even go now and walk on the moon but i mean that's just <sighs> unfathomable to just think of being a part of that
1: that's a great thought and i would even go as far as to say i don't have to be on the moon with neil I, yeah i would just love that experience of huddled around the TV with everybody right. else in America watching that historic accomplishment unfold. Oh,
2: just in awe.
1: Because you're right. Like, you know, our exposure to times like that have all been, I'm trying to remember, have all been pretty negative. Like, you know, like 9-11 yeah, was right. an amazing moment in history, but for very I mean, obviously no, something negative we, reasons. We, yeah, we know?
2: want to remember, or, you know, be a part of. And, yeah, so, I mean, that's one that's just like amazement, mm-hmm. positive, you know, just wow. I mean, that's a a really neat time in history that we all want to remember and would have loved to be a part of. So I thought that was really cool.
1: That is a great pick. That thanks. is a really good pick. I, I would <laughs> I, I I hadn't thought of that one. Yeah. But I might I might rise that one up my rankings very quickly and right. potentially put that one at the top.
2: Yeah. So to that would be a
1: neat moment to be around for.
2: Right. I, I thought so too. And I think it's something that, you know, no matter your age, you know, who you right. are, your beliefs. I mean, I think it's just something that everyone would think that, you know what, that's cool. Yeah. That's really neat.
1: You know, and we have people listening to the program right now who were alive for yeah. that, that oh, yeah. moment and did experience right. that. Right,
2: I know. How how neat. Yeah. you know such a neat experience to be a part of
1: a L- little bit of jealousy that uh, they got to be part of those i, I kind of mi- miss i wish i was alive during sort of like the heyday of the broadcaster, you uh-huh. know, of like when everybody was tuned around the radio or the TV, the Edward R. Murrow days, or the right, you know, just everyone watches the nightly news and for events like that when it captivates the nation, yeah, we you don't get that as much these days. No, you, gets you see it from all the events on Facebook.
2: And, you know, it, you it, wake up and it, this it all is plays what's going out on. differently, yeah. right? It it sure does, but yeah, I, th- I thought that would be great. So to. First step on the moon.
1: I applaud your pick. Good Thanks.
2: Pick. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> very, very good one.
1: All right. There you go. That's getting to know Angie Cole a little bit better on today's edition of the Savvy Realtor. We'll get back to the real estate talk coming up next. Now, it's no secret we all want to have success. So let's check in with your Savvy Realtor for a success story. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole of A. Cole Realty. My name is Walter Storholt. Thanks so much for joining us on the program today. If you'd like to reach out to Angie with questions or comments, you can call or text her at 919-538-6477. Again, that's a 919 area code, and you can call or text Angie. At 538 6477. This part of the show we like to call our success story, and that's where I ask Angie to tell us about a time when she helped somebody buy or sell a home in a particular situation, some of the problems that she had to navigate through, that sort of thing. And my question for you this week, Angie, is to tell us about a time you had a buyer who was really picky and it took forever for them to finally decide to bid on the right home. What finally tipped the scale and how'd you keep your patience throughout the process to help guide them?
2: (laughs) Good question, because I wanted to wring his neck. No, I'm joking. (laughs) So I had one client who I showed him probably 75 plus homes. I'm not being sarcastic. Yeah, 75-plus homes. And he was dead set on wanting a single-family home, single-family detached. And home after home, it just seemed like it was never the right fit. There was always something Wrong or just didn't you know? It just didn't. He didn't get that wow. Sure, like this is it. This is my home. And you know there are some amazing townhomes out there that live more like a single family home. Yes, they're attached, but maybe just by a storage room, by a small little section, mm-hmm. and so you're not hearing your neighbors. And the way that construction is built these days, you know, they are such great like soundproofing. You're getting a
1: newer townhome, it's yeah. a different story. We've had to learn this, not to interrupt your story. No, but you're fine. Like we've had to learn this or have learned this, I guess, not have to, but have learned this. You know, when in college, you know, you're staying in probably oh, yeah. older apartments, maybe an older town home, older types of construction. Correct. It's a different ball game in 2018 construction, or so even true. 2010 construction, probably. Yep. When you're looking at these townhomes, it's it's just a different ball game. It's not going to be the same experience that maybe yes. you had that turned you off from having that attached to nature before.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I remember an apartment that I lived in in Briar Creek. I mean, just feeling like the person was just jumping up and down anytime they walked <laughs> across the floor, right, and they right. weren't. It just, you know, the quality and the type of construction is different. So, you know, he the the idea of, you know, living in a townhome, being attached to someone was not ideal for him. Well, eventually, you know, after much begging, he decided to look at more of a luxury townhome. So it was a higher price townhome in the 300 plus range, mm-hmm. which a lot of people then skip over to the single family homes in that price point, but was open to looking at this townhome, ended up falling in love with it. He's been there now a good, uh, goodness, I think it's been seven to eight years since I sold him that home. But, you know, it took patience for sure. To me, I wasn't frustrated that I was showing him so many homes. I was more frustrated that I wasn't able to find him the perfect home. So it made me feel like, okay, what am I doing wrong that I can't find him the home that really meets his needs? But, you know, once again, after he brought in, I guess, his uh, mind to being open a little bit on, okay, maybe let me go look at this townhome. Maybe I will like it. He ended up falling in love with it and still loves it to this day. Um, wow. Still living there. So, and you know.
1: It only took one townhome? One townhome. Oh my God. One
2: townhome, you know, after looking at 75 plus single family homes. But you know what? Every buyer's different. There's yeah. some buyers that we will show them one home, they make an offer, they buy it, they mm-hmm. love it, you know. And there's other people that they need to really get out there and look a lot more before they do, you know can figure out on their own what's most important to yeah. them and that's our job is to you know what guide you along the way and you know help you to determine what is most important in a home because no matter what price point or budget you're at a home is never a hundred percent going to be perfect it's not right. i mean there's things about my home i would change if i could but are they really that important you know that i wouldn't buy the home no so just going through that process and guiding and just being a help in hand is important and so if you are thinking about purchasing a home our team here at a. Cole reality we have the tools the systems the guidance we have the patience to help you through the process and make sure that you know we're taking our time with you to find that perfect home and if you want to understand the process from start to finish we have what's called the home buying guide that we would love to send your way so you can text the word contract to the phone number 555 888 to receive a copy of our home buying guide. So whether you're buying or selling a home, it's a great piece of information to receive just so you can feel like you always know what's happening throughout the process. So once again, if you're thinking about buying a home and you want to receive a copy of our home buying guide, you can text the word CONTRACT to the phone number 555-888.
1: Again, that's all you have to do is text that word CONTRACT To the number 555-888, and that'll allow you to get that home buying guide right there on your smartphone. All it takes is a quick text to that number, 555-888. And in the message field, all you do is put the word contract, and you're going to get that home buying guide delivered right to your cell phone moments later. You'll just click on the link and you can view the guide, download it for later viewing as well. Lots of great opportunities there to learn about that home buying process. So if you're interested in maybe being the next success, story of angie cole and her team a great way to get started in your home buying search is to get that guide familiarize yourself with the process and again you can get that by texting the word contract to the number 555-888 stay with us more coming up on the savvy realtor with angie cole we'll get back to talking about some of these gimmicks and tricks in the real estate world are they indeed gimmicks and tricks or are they actually useful strategies we'll finish that conversation coming up on today's show stay right there
0: Buying a home is a daunting task. Don't miss out on key information that will help you along the way. It's the Buying Blitz with Vicki DiProfio of A. Cole Realty.
1: So, Vicki, how important is it to consider the resale value of a home when you're searching for one to buy?
2: It's funny because I get told by my clients all the time that I'm already thinking about selling the house before they've even (laughs) bought it. It's very important because nobody stays in the same house forever. So definitely talk to your buyer's agent about what you're looking for and then get their feedback on what it's going to be like to sell that home in the future, whether that be a few years, 10 years, 20 years. Nobody has a crystal ball on how long mm-hmm. you're going to stay, but you want to make sure that you're making a good sound investment for your future.
1: Even as a retiree who's saying this will probably be the last home that we buy, you can still think about the resale value for what happens after you're gone in the next generation. Or if That's you have to exactly move right. into assisted living facility at some point, maybe you need to unload the house at some point in time. So
2: Absolutely.
1: Always something to keep in mind for people.
2: Always. So if you're thinking about purchasing a home and you want to understand the next steps, it's a great guide that you can receive from start to finish and to take you through the home buying process. You can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. So once again, to receive a downloadable home buying guide to your smartphone, just text the word contract to the phone number 555-888.
0: In the age of Trulia, Zillow, and the hundreds of other realty websites, it's hard to know where to begin when buying or selling your home. Keep listening to this savvy Realtor to learn how to cut through the online clutter. You have tuned in to the Savvy Tour with Angie Cole of A. Cole
1: Realty here in the Triangle. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us today. We have a great show still on the way. We've covered lots of great stuff today, but still more to dig into moments from now. We're going to be talking about the gimmicks and tricks of the real estate world. We covered a couple of them already in the show. We have a few more to inform you about on today's program, so stay right there. But first, if you want to get in touch with Angie Cole, you should know that she has a five-star zillow.com agent rating that's five out of five i should say and she helped 209 families buy or sell a home back in 2017 and if you'd like to get in touch to talk to her about buying or selling your home here in the triangle you can do that by Texting or calling 919-538-6477. Again, that's 919-538-6477. So Angie, another one of these gimmicks or tricks, and by the way, the whole idea here is that Angie will tell me if I'm off base on any of these things. I'm calling them gimmicks or tricks, but we found one earlier in the show where it was actually a decent strategy. There's just a problem with how these things get marketed sometimes. Angie, this is that strategy or that gimmick or trick that says, I have a buyer for your home. Agents kind of do this advertisement that, I've just got a pool of buyers standing around waiting to buy a home just like yours, and that's why you should hire me because I'm the one that has access to these buyers. Do do agents really have this like special list of these people who just have you know cash sitting around ready to buy your home?
2: No, they're lying. <laughs> 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 An agent might have one buyer who is looking for something similar for sure, but you know do they just have a pool of buyers just waiting to buy a home? That you know I, I have five buyers that will buy your home today if you sign with me. Not at all. So you know that to me is a gimmick for mm-hmm. sure, and that's a. Way Way to, you know, really sell themselves as being the agent, the perfect agent for them because I already have all these buyers that would want to buy your home. So listen with me and we'll get it sold immediately. You know, remember that with hiring an agent, the, the job and the goal of the agent is to market your home to the masses. So even if I have a buyer already for your home that I know would want to buy your home, is that buyer necessarily the best buyer where we're going to make you the most money on your sale sure. yeah. not necessarily you know so it's really my job to market your home to my whole database to market your home to other agents because more than likely another agent will have the buyer for your home mm-hmm. and so you know it's my job to really push your home out there as much as possible so not only do we have one buyer but we have a lot of buyers for your home and that way we get you the most money you know, for your home possible. So, you know, I see this like script use a lot whenever agents are calling on for sale by owners. Okay. Or they're also calling on expired or withdrawn listings. You know, they'll call and say, oh, hey, I have a buyer for your home. And just to kind of get one step in the door. Sure most of the time they don't have a buyer for your home, which is sad that they would state that, but you Mm -hmm. know, whatever works. But once again, you need to hire a real estate agent who has the best marketing plan for you. So just by them saying that I have a buyer does not mean that they are doing the most marketing needed to get you the highest price.
1: Yeah, that's uh, really helpful information. Certainly something good to think about and uh, good to know. So beware of that sort of gimmick of, yeah, I've got a buyer for your home. You got to call me right now. They're standing by just waiting to buy your property. (laughs) Right. There's this other term, and this is certainly in the real estate world. This is lingo that I don't think the average home buyer or seller, the average consumer has probably not heard of pocket listings that's real estate lingo but you've probably been exposed to it at some point this is when an agent posts a home with very few details but makes it look like an absolute steal then when people call to inquire about that home the agent says oh you know what that property just went off the market but now they've got you on the phone they're chatting with you about your situation they often snag buyers with this tactic do you ever see agents kind of employ that strategy, Angie? And what are your thoughts on utilizing pocket listings?
2: So in North Carolina, that's not even legal to have a pocket listing. The only time that we can actively market a home without posting it in MLS mm-hmm. would be you have to sign an addendum that states you do not want your home marketed there. I cannot, so if for it's example... it's eventually
1: going to be an MLS, it's got to be... In MLS from the start.
2: Right, like, like a pocket listing would be, for example, I don't have a listing agreement with you, I just know of this home and, you know, hey, oh, let me connect you, I know this buyer, let me get paid commission on it, that's not legal. Mm-hmm. And we have many investors that will reach out to us, you know, asking, hey, is there any secretive listings you're aware of that we can make offers on, you know, before they hit the market and I'm not allowed to do that. Remember, mm-hmm. in order to, Well, first of all, to start marketing a home, I must have a listing agreement, and then in order to start marketing the home too, it must be listed in in MLS as a coming soon. The only time it cannot be listed in in MLS is if you have that addendum that states it would not be listed on MLS. So there is no such thing as a legal pocket listing in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So if you're hearing of this, it's a gimmick. You know, it's not a smart tactic because as a real estate agent, we could get in a lot of trouble. Yeah.
1: So that's that's a good thing that means we shouldn't be seeing that a whole lot no yeah drive, not at, it, all. at all yeah
2: at all at all and so. I wouldn't risk my license to even be a part of that I have had sellers who have reached out to me and said hey Angie you know do you know of uh any buyers market my home and I'll or just you know feel it out and ask around and I'll make sure that I pay you and you know I very quickly mm. have to say you know what in order to do that I must have a listing agreement signed with you and at that point you're only going to work with me. And they don't like that feedback. So it doesn't work out. Interesting.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Everybody trying to get an edge sometimes. It oh, yes. Like, but good thing in North Carolina we can just say, eh, that's illegal. Nope, not going to do it.
2: Exactly.
1: Pretty cool. All right, one more before we wrap up the show this week. This is the way overpriced selling trick. I know this is one you've kind of eviscerated on the show before, Angie, so I feel pretty confident in calling this one a gimmick. This is when an agent will list your home for whatever you think The home should be listed for no matter how overpriced it might be. In reality, the agent just wants that foot in the door. They want you to sign those listing agreement papers, and then they'll worry about convincing you to lower the price and actually sell the home later on this is a dangerous tactic for the sellers because it can put them way off track when it comes to accomplishing your goals
2: yeah 100 percent. and this infuriates me because as a real estate agent i'm not doing you i'm not doing a a good service for you if i just take your listing at any price point Mm -hmm. because what happens is by taking that listing i've said Yep, I agree with you, you know, where you want to list is correct, we will get it sold. And I'm doing that just to get my foot in the door, just to get my sign in the yard, and just to get another listing. But in all reality, I am not going to get your home sold at that price. And so what happens is your home sits on the market for longer than needed. And in the long run, you actually get a much lower price point. And so you're not happy with the sales price. You know, and you're not happy with me. And so Mm -hmm. as an agent, I think it's really silly to take an overpriced listing. I mean, of course, within reason, you know, sometimes I will take a listing and we play with the market a tad bit and say, okay, you know, we're in agreement that we'll list it 10,000 above what I suggested. But if we don't see the traffic that we should be seeing within a week or two, we do a price correction to reflect where I thought it should have originally been been listed. But I've seen some listings where it's like, okay, 50,000 overpriced. And how is that really doing a good job for your client yeah. when you take that listing? Because you've now at this point really talked it up that oh, I can sell your home at this amount. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. <laughs> and so it's doing a disservice for the client by just taking overpriced listing. Myself, I would rather have you know the seller reject me as their agent, have the listing. You know, I turned down the listing than to take an overpriced listing because. I'm also, I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting your time. I'm wasting my marketing dollars too. It's costing me money to actively market your home. And if it's not priced right, it will never get sold. And in the long run, you're disappointed as a client. And, you know, we just wasted everyone's time.
1: I'm all for learning from mistakes and that things have sometimes a process that have to be worked through. And sometimes you have to make mistakes to learn from them and get better. But I'm also a very big believer in just getting it right the first time. Right, And I think buying a home should be one of those situations or selling a home should be one of those situations where you get it right the first time around, especially when you're hiring an agent to help you accomplish that goal and do what you always say, sell your home for the highest price we can possibly get for it in the shortest amount of time. That's the goal for almost every transaction. And so this is anti to that, that is not accomplishing that goal. You're
2: exactly right. And I mean, there are so many times that I go into a listing appointment where the home has now been withdrawn or terminated from being listed with a previous agent. And I'm pulling my comparables in advance. And already I'm like, great, I'm going to walk into this (laughs) listing appointment. And, and be, be the, the bear, <laughs> bear of bad news because you are way overlisted. And yeah. you know, it, it maybe it wasn't the marketing that the agent was doing. Maybe mm-hmm. their marketing was completely fine, but if you're not priced where you're supposed to be priced, no one can sell your home. But you know what? often I'll go into a listing appointment and you know, I'm like sweating bullets, like, okay, we're about to have this conversation about uh-huh. price point and how you're, you know, overpriced by twenty five thousand dollars. But a lot of times a seller will say I know. And a lot of times it took them kind of testing the market with a previous agent at that very high price point to all of a sudden say, you know what, you're right. We got an offer where you're wanting to list the home now. I actually just put one under contract where it was that situation. It was on the market for 200 plus days with another agent overpriced. I went to listing presentation and said, you know what, you know, I don't know what type of marketing's happening. I said, but you're overpriced. That's why your home's not selling. And She said, yeah, I know, and listed it where I wanted to. Within 10 days, we had it under contract. So, you know, price is an important part of listing your home and getting it sold. So make sure that you're not falling for the tactic of, "Yo, yeah, I agree. My home, you know, your home should be priced here. And make sure you get the opinion of someone who's being honest and upfront with you. Even if it's not what you want to hear, make sure that you're pricing your home right. Because if you don't, it will hurt you. And if you're wondering what the... The value of your home is, a great way to get started is you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. We have a really neat system which will then generate a value for you. It's not always 100% accurate, but it is a great starting point and a great conversation piece. And so when you text the word listing to the phone number 555 888. A link will then be sent back to you by text message. Click on the link, input your contact information and property address, and then you'll receive the value of your home.
1: That number to text again is 555-888. What you put in the message field is just the word L-I-S-T-I-N-G, listing. Listing. Just put that in the message field. Send it to the number 555-888. What will happen is we'll shoot you a text right back that has a link that you click on. Put in your home's information. only takes a few moments. When I say your home's information, it's really just address. You're not having to put in square footage and all these other kinds of details. It takes about 20, 30 seconds to accomplish that. And you're going to get an estimated value of your home. Really great first step to take if you're thinking about buying or selling In the near future just text the word listing to the number 555-888 and get that initial estimate on your home's value and then angie cole and her team can help walk you through that process of what it would look like to sell your home how to get the most money for your home and sell it in the quickest time possible And more importantly, how to price your home properly, not just use this gimmick of pricing it for as high as we possibly can to get the listing. That's not the mentality here on the Savvy Realtor, for sure. Again, your number to text is 555-888, and then just put the word listing into the message field. Thanks so much for joining us on today's program. For Angie Cole, I'm Walter Storhold. We'll look forward to talking to you again next week. And Angie, thanks for being here.
2: Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it.
1: Always good chatting with you, and we'll look forward to it again. Seven days from now when we join you back on the airwaves once again here on the Savvy Real Tour. If at any point in time you want to reach out to Angie Cole outside of the program, you can always do that by calling or texting her directly. And her number is 919-538-6477 if you'd like to talk about buying or selling a home here in the Triangle. 919 538 6477. Call or text Angie at that number if you have questions or comments. Thanks so much for joining us on the show. We'll talk to you again next time here on the Savvy Real
3: Tour with Angie Cole.